Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. I want to go outside, Petey. Can we get this show done? Let's make it a short one. I want to go outside for a walk. I'm very sad about the news I heard. You know the news I'm talking about. It's inside Tinseltown here. Hey, everybody, I'm Dutch Allen here on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Kenny Knapsack lets me come in. But once or twice a month, I think it's just technically twice. Um, I don't know when the last one was. All the months roll into what? I'll tell you that much there. Petey's my producer. You hear me uh, talk to him. He hates it when I do that. He's just talking to the mic, not at me. But Petey, Dutch Allen does what Dutch Allen does. Uh, happy to be here, uh, though I am experiencing some sadness here. I, uh, I, um, I've... Uh, I've been told there, thanks to the local uh, newspapers, which I still subscribe to, love getting my fingers dirty with the news of the world. You know what I mean? Because it's a dirty world out there. Anyways, locally here, we got some news that's really uh, upset me there, and that is that uh, Sizzler is closing a lot of locations. Now you think I know you, Dutch Allen. You were a big-time Hollywood producer. Uh, you you said, go picture to a lot of fine folks out there. And you said, get out of my office to a larger percentage, but we don't focus on those negative members. You, you're thinking, Dutch Allen, you've had lunch at Frank uh, Musso and Frank's. Uh, you, uh, you've had lunch at the, the Brown Derby, the Ivy, uh, Mel's Diner on Sunset. All the all the great places, uh, Dutch. Why would you? Why would you... Be sad about Sizzler. Well, first of all, it's America's Steakhouse, all right? Get that right. It's America's Steakhouse, and I loved it there. Then all you can eat, ultimate salad bar. Anytime you put a food item out there that has the word ultimate in it, Dutch Allen's going to listen, all right? And I don't care if it's a chain restaurant. I don't care if it's a a taco stand. I don't care if farmer's market. You're selling me the ultimate broccoli. I'm going to stop. I'm going to listen. And I'm going to pay attention because that word ultimate means a lot to me. It does, Petey. But I'll tell you what. Very very unsatisfied with this news that Sizzlers are closing here. And I understand times change, all right? I understand some restaurants got to go. There used to be a lot more Norm's restaurants around the Southern California area. But there's a lot less now. There's one up on Van Nuys. Uh, and there's one other, I don't, I can't remember, quite frankly, what the other one is. Uh, oh, there's, there's, I think there's one down there in the west side, Los Angeles. I don't want to get too region-specific with the broadcast here, but uh, there's some Norm's restaurants. Norm's restaurants are great. Yes, I, I am a highfalutin kind of guy at times, all right? I like going to a nice, fine cigar bar, even though I don't really smoke the cigars, just stick with the regular ciggies, and I go in there, uh, but I'll smoke one there, pour me some brandy, and one of those big, pompous glasses and I sift it around and I sniff it and I say, ah, yes, these are the days of our lives. And I, and I take a big sip. Yeah. uh, Dutch Allen can do that, but Dutch Allen uh, understands and values the importance of a $3 egg. All right. 
And if I'm uh, having a, one of those nights uh, that are fun and you're on the town and you're having yourself a brandy and you're judging everyone while you're drinking it, and then you wake up the next morning not feeling too good, feeling a little groggy, I'm going to want to go to a place like Norm's or a diner and I want to order $3 eggs. All right, that's what I want. Maybe throw in a flapjack, side of bacon, side of ham, and I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel good as new, right as right, all those things. I'm going to give myself a go picture to a brand new day if I get some of those. So I appreciate those kind of restaurants. And I'll tell you what, it's the wait staff there. It's the wait staff at these kind of restaurants. They're good people. They're the salt of the earth type of people. And I got no problem with an actor coming to town or a writer coming to town or getting a job, uh, waiting tables, bartending, uh, selling some three dollar broccoli too, or some ultimate broccoli if you if you if it, if it's probably probably wiser that you sell the ultimate broccoli. Um, I don't care. I think that's good. That's admirable. Dutch Allen, that's me. I respect hard work. You don't just get off the bus. Do people take buses anymore? I'll tell you what. I once took a bus from Indianapolis to Cincinnati. Took seventeen hours. Uh, no bathroom breaks. It was getting primal in there, but it was fun. You get to see most of America. Um, I don't know if people take buses into Hollywood, but I got to imagine you. But if you get off the figurative bus, let's say it's a figurative bus there, Pete, and and you get off and you say, I'm here, Hollywood, Uh, make me a star. That doesn't happen. You know, no one's waiting there with clipboards saying, cool, fill out your name. Uh, What do you want to be called on screen? Sign this. We'll put you up in an apartment on Franklin, and then uh, you're good to go. It doesn't happen. You got to work for it. So I don't have a problem. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not upset at anyone. I'm not making fun of anyone. If you're a, an actor who's a waiter, I know that's a trope. I know it's a cliche, but it is for a reason, right? You're working hard to chase your dreams, and sometimes your dreams mean you got to stop and serve some food. But I like going to these places, like a Norms, like a Sizzler, America's Steakhouse, and going there. And you know, the people working there. Their, their dreams are either gone or this is the dream. And they're good kind of people, and I like that there. There's nothing more I like. In fact, I was, I'm was i not alone in this there. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm definitely not alone in this there. Uh, you know who loved this, too, uh, was uh, Bob Zemeckis. Uh, I used to hang out with Bob Zemeckis when he was uh, you know, more Spielberg's protege. Stephen and I, Stephen um, Spielberg and I, we, we'd go back. We have some conversations. I was always a little more partial to uh, Georgie Lucas than I was to Stevie Spielberg, but... Good kid, but Zemeckis, Bob Zemeckis, I'll tell you what, I really like that kid, Good Visions, and I think one of the only perfect movies in the world is absolutely uh, The Polar Express. And also, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, I'll say, yeah, Back to the Future. It was a pretty good movie, too, there. But uh, I think Zemeckis knows what he's doing, and, and one of the reasons, I, he's a good guy. He's a salt-of-the-earth kind of guy. And in an era now where we got celebrity directors, which I, I got no problem with, I don't think, I don't think actors open up pictures much anymore. I think the last one that could do that is Tommy Cruz. Uh, but I, uh, even then sometimes, you, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think those, uh, those uh, spy pictures he does, uh, the impossibles. Uh, I think, uh, I think a lot of people just want to see, Hey, is this the one he's going to die in? Uh, now I don't mean the character. I mean, Tom Cruise, like he, uh, he's bungee jumped off the empire state building in this one splat. Oh, they kept it in the movie, made the final cut. Like, that's what I'm kind of, that's, I think that's sometimes the drop. But I love, Tom, Tom Cruise is one of the last 
uh, movie stars out there today. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, there's other ones who could be. I think I think Meryl Streep should open more pictures. I think she does. I think people uh, love her. They, you know, singing whether she's singing Mamma Mia too or she's fighting Kevin Bacon on a river in a, in a raft. I, I think people like those Meryl Streep pictures. Um, but I think uh, the era of the movie star is is different now. It's not gone. It's not gone. I think that's a mistake people make. It's not gone. It's just different. Our standards are different. We're, we're in an era where I've got, you know, I don't talk about my grandchildren much. I do have some grandchildren, and, and a couple of them are like in their, le- they're like 11 or uh, 20. I, I don't know the difference, uh, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, you talk to them, say, hey, what's your favorite uh, movie you watched last week? And they're, I, oh, I didn't watch. I watched, uh, I watched uh, Zippity uh, Zab Zab on uh, YouTube. And I'm, who's, who's the Zippity Zab Zab? Oh, he plays video games. Uh, he talks about uh, video games and, uh, yeah, and I go, well, well you know, what kind of content? What, what, is he telling stories? No, he just mostly says racial epithets, uh, but uh, we, we like how he plays the game. So we watch. He's a big superstar to them. So uh, the times are changing and that's, you got to change with the times, man. I was there when the contract player statuses were going on, um, you know, where you, had, you signed. A, it was like a baseball team. You signed up, you signed a little Harrison Ford, and you're like, all right, you're going to be a background actor in this uh, movie here. We'll see if we can find someone moving up there. And pretty soon, you know, you know, he's kind of buried. He gets little roles here. To, Screw this. I'm going to go be a carpenter. And then he, uh, then he ends up fighting uh, Space Wars. But uh, I'll tell you what. It, so uh, the, the era of the celebrity director is, is fine. I'm fine with that. You know, uh, I, I, I remember watching Pulp Fiction uh, back in 94. Uh, I'm watching Pulp Fiction. And the thing with the gimp, I was like, ah, oh, this is, you know, okay. It's uh, Usually we don't talk about these kind of things at parties. We reserve those for Saturday evenings there, these kind of uh, inc- incidents here. But uh, he's putting it on screen, and that's good. That's good. Um, and I'm thinking this guy is changing the game because I, I still to this day think uh, that's remembered more as a Tarantino picture. The kid from the VHS store, it's a Tarantino picture, not a Travolta picture. Uh, he gets credit for bringing Travolta back there. It's not a Sam Jackson picture. Uh, we see Tim Ross in it. Amanda Plummer is in that movie who brings an intensity that is not uh, heralded enough. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, Amanda Plummer in So I Married an Axe Murder, one of the finest thrillers of our era. Uh, Michael Myers from uh, the Saturday Night Live program uh, is in that one. Charles Grodin, who I love. Charles Grodin and I, I'll tell you what, Charles Grodin and I once took a small plane ride uh, to um, uh, the Catalina Islands, which but they don't even have an airport there, I don't think. They got like a dirt road, and, and he flew, uh, he flew, flew, <laughs> he flew the plane, I flowed. Um, he flew the plane, and I was like, hey, man, uh, what do you got there? And uh, you, know, you know how to fly? Well, you got your license? And he just looked at me and said, not yet. I was like, all right, well, Charles Grodin's uh, with us, and uh, we're going to be uh, let. And we did. We, we hung out on Catalina Island for four days. Uh, we had a good time, got drunk with the goats out there. And I, I knew there's goats out on the hills there, and you, you wander around, and uh, sheeps and goats, and you're drunk. Uh, one of us had a pants off, and I don't remember which one to be blunt. And uh, that's why I like Chuck Grodin. He's a good guy there. So he was in So I Met an Axe But Amanda Plummer's in that one there, and she does some amazing work. And I think it's, uh, I think it's a lot of people don't pay attention to the intensity Amanda Plummer brings to the screen. Mark it down. Dutch Allen says that. If you were to bring me, uh, I, I don't have the power anymore. I don't work I don't work actively in Hollywood. That's why I'm doing podcasting now. That's uh, me and Conan O'Brien. Um, I'm telling you, 
If you were to come in with a package, a picture, a picture deal packaged with Amanda Plummer saying yes uh, to the project, I'd, I'd say, you know what you've got? You've got go picture, kid. That's what I'd do. I used to ramp it up. When I knew I was giving him a yes, I'd give a pause. I'd look across at the young writer, the director, the producer. I'd look across and I'd just take a slow drag of my cigarette. I'd lean in and they'd lean in. I'd say, you know what? You got go picture, kid. And they and they and tears would come down the face. Uh, someone would be like, I'm going to go buy a new Mazda. And it was a great time there. But I was talking about, so Tarantino changed the game. Kevin Smith changed. People were now not talking about the pictures and the stars. They were talking about the people making them. Now, that's not new. I think the 70s come along. Stevie Spielberg, Georgia Lucas, Frankie Coppola, Milius. I think all those people come out of USC, Scorsese, they come out there, they make the pictures and people know. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. We've always had big time directors. James Cameron comes along, makes his Terminator robot picture. Um, But um, it's different. I saw it change with Tarantino and, and Kevin Smith. And I know Kevin Smith, a lot of people, you know, maybe isn't making a movie that's going to get him Oscar. So I contend he did write Goodwill Hunting as a favor to his townie friends. And it's just an agreement they've always had there. Uh, that's my theory. But uh, you could, I don't know, ask someone else about this. This is, we got a new show here in the Knapsack Files podcast feed called Mysteries and the Unexplained with our friend Nolan Guthrie. Maybe we'll have him on the show one day. Um, that's not me, you know? You know what I mean? Uh, you asked Kevin Smith if he, if he wrote Goodwill Hunting. Um, I'm not going to do it. Maybe I'd ask Jay Muse, but uh, depending on uh, what time of the evening. But uh, Bob Zemeckis, man, is, uh, is comes from an era where it wasn't quite as big superstar directors. It was a workman's kind of approach. I don't think Bob Zemeckis is a rock star. These other, these other directors nowadays are kind of rock stars, and that's fine. That's fine. If it opens a picture, it opens a picture. We still got to run a business here. We still do. Um, so... I think Bob's a Zemeckis, salt-of-the-earth guy, and how I know it is, we used to go to Sizzler. Uh, this is after uh, the, the motion picture Back to the Future comes out, and he was prepping to do the other ones there, which they had to wait for a little bit there. And um, they were going to shoot them at the same time. And I was like, Bobby, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's like me ordering this steak and this chicken, lunch and dinner, and saying, serve it to me. At three o'clock, I'll have both of them. And he said, he said, Dutch, we got to, this is the way of it. This is the way of the world now. We're going to shoot it all at once there. It's the first time I really heard about it there. First time I really had heard about it there, that they shot these pictures at the same time, which was fascinating to me. Um, and Peter Jackson, uh, he, old Pete Jackson comes along and, and does it for his uh, wizard pictures. And uh, it worked out very well. I think it changed the game a little bit there, which is why I like Bob Zemeckis. So and if we, would go, we used to go to Sizzle all the time. There was one over, there's not, there's one uh, near me, near the Knapsack Files Studios now in Burbank, California. That's one closing down very shortly. I'm very sad about that there. But there was one, there was one that used to be over uh, on uh, uh, 3rd Street, I believe, or Wilshire. I think it was Wilshire. Wilshire off of Fairfax. You'd, you'd uh, make a right down there. There was one down there, hot. Of, uh, of of Hollywood, heart of the business district there. And I used to go there all the time. And Bobby Zemeckis and I would go there. And uh, he would get the 30-piece uh, shrimp meal. Uh, a lot of shrimp, popcorn shrimp and all that kind of stuff. And he'd pop them in. He'd dip 
He'd pick a he'd pick a shrimp, dip, pop, pick, dip, pop, pick, dip, pop. Very slowly, one piece of shrimp at a time. And I thought to myself, as I'm watching Bob Zemeckis um, have this popcorn shrimp, again, pick it out. Petey, is this more on you? He'd pick it out. He'd dip it. He'd pop it in his mouth. Tartar sauce, maybe a shrimp sauce, cocktail sauce. Uh, pick, dip, pop. 30 pieces. Pick, dip, pop. One at a time. I thought this is why he's one of the greatest directors of all time. He takes his time. Most people there, and I'm including some of these rock and roll directors now, they'd do this. They'd pick, they'd dip, they'd pop, and then scoop, drizzle, mush. You know what I mean? It's not wrong, Petey. It's not wrong. It's not, it's not necessarily wrong. It's how, again, I don't look at the, at the old days and, and hold on to them all the time. I think it's good to change, good to move forward. But I'm watching Bob Zemeckis eat his sizzler shrimp one at a time. And I'm thinking, that is a man who knows his craft. That is a man who takes a lot of time to figure out how to do it right. Pick, dip, pop. It's how you direct a picture. All right. Petey's waving at me. He says, we got to take ourselves a little bit of a break, a commercial break, because uh, Kenny Napsack's got to pay the bills. On the other side of this break, you know what we're going to do here? We're going to wrap it up, and I'm going to talk about other good times I've had at Sizzler. This is Inside Tinseltown. I'm Dutch Allen. We'll see you in a bit. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around after the break. We've got to pay those bills now. I, uh, I love Sizzler. Call it America's Steakhouse because that's what it was. What I loved about it was the wide array of choices that were in front of you. It was like life. You could get something from the uh, predetermined meal, a uh, re- menu there, uh, a steak dinner with the mashed potatoes, a uh, lobster with a dipping sauce. You could get a hamburger on a nice, tasty, uh, warm bun with a side of French fries. Uh, you could do that. Or you could do what I love to do more than anything, and I would love getting a steak. But I would always, uh, you know, and I, I had a little extra income back in the day there from saying go picture a lot there. I would, uh, wh- whatever I got, I always made sure I got myself the ultimate salad bar. Even if it was just uh, me getting salad, or just getting the ice cream cone or an ice cream dish, a little Sunday, self-made. Dutch Allen loved Sundays, still loves Sundays, a little too much there. That's what I'd love to do. Because when life hands you an empty plate, 
you have to make some very important choices. And those choices were on display every day, seven days a week at Sizzler. Get emotional, think about it, that Petey. I can't believe I won't probably not have that opportunity. I know there's some left. I'll have to find them, but there was one close to me. And uh, I used to love it. Do you want spinach? Do you want iceberg lettuce? A green mix? What kind of salad dressing? You want croutons? Carrots? Sliced carrots? Onions? Bell peppers? Not a favorite of mine on salads, but sometimes I try it. Olives? Kidney beans? On an underrated bean? What did you want on your salad? What did you want to go with your salad? Did you want some taco meat? Did you want to make yourself a little chip and dip? Did you want to make yourself a tostada, a taco? Did you want some potatoes, some wedges? Did you want a a, a heaping spoonful of lasagna? Did you want some macaroni and the cheese? What did you want? The choices are in front of you. You just have to decide. You have to pick what you want and go for it with all of your gusto. Then comes dessert. Do you deserve dessert? Are you giving yourself a go picture on dessert? Are you looking around and saying, I want some custard with a Nella wafer? I want some of that ice cream sundae that Dutch loves so much. Do you want some cobbler? Some bread pudding. Did you want it all? Could you take it all? I think people would drive by Sizzler and see it as a second-rate steakhouse. We're going to head to Morton's, people would tell Dutch Allen back in the day. We've got ourselves a reservation at the Ivy. That's where the movers and the shakers go. We're going to join Johnny Carson over at the Smokehouse. Now, that's not a bad choice. I could talk about the Smokehouse. Love it. It's a favorite of Dutch Allen's. But they would always drive by and pass by the Sizzler, America's Steakhouse. Ain't that a thing? Ain't that a thing? When you're too busy with your own life, you're too busy with your old uh, high standards that you think that this is cool. We got to get ourselves a reservation down at the Applebee's, you know? When you got the Sizzler right by here. I would love walking in to any Sizzler because they're all the same. They look a little different and I would, I would keep track of them. There was one Sizzler up in Arroyo Grande, California, which I used to swing by on the way up to uh, uh, the Manana Inn up in San Luis Obispo. And I'd head up there. I know it's San Luis, but it's San Luis to me, you know. I know it's not French. I'd head up there, the 101. And there was a Sizzler right off the 101 freeway next to a movie theater. It's now a Walmart and an In-N-Out and a parking lot. It's a bunch of things up there, but I'd go in there. Same thing, because there's, there's waiters. They come up to you. They give you the cheese toast, which next to the Smokehouse's cheese toast garlic bread is, is probably the best in the universe. Um, but you have to order up at a uh, counter. And I would love that. Because... Right away, you are experiencing something a little different. You're going to talk to someone. You're going to tell them your dreams and your wishes for your meal, and they're going to greet you, and then you're going to go find your own seat. No hostess. 
but it's a sit-down restaurant. And once you find your way and find the seat that you want, that's when someone comes up to you and says, I'm here to make sure the rest of your journey is safe. And I think that's a valuable lesson, too. And uh, this one in a Royal Grande, California, was a big one. And it was big, wide-open ceiling, a lot of foliage, trees inside. I love trees inside buildings. I don't know why. I just love it. And they would have it up there. It, it was bright, sunny, airy, and I would I would make a point every time I had to go up there on the freeway. Even sometimes I drive up to San Francisco, uh, I would I would uh, make sure I'd stop there. Make sure I'd stop. My fifth wife hated it, but my second and fourth wives loved it too. Uh, that's what I thought. I have fond memories of uh, many Sizzler meals uh, up there in Royal Grande, California. But it shut down a long time ago. Uh, but I'm gonna miss it. I'm going to miss the choices in front of you because that's life, Petey. That's life. We all are given a blank plate and said and told, and, and they say to us, make your choices. And I think making choices is one of uh, the most underrated skills you can have in life. You've got to make that choice. you got to commit to it. And if you take that first bite and you're like, this wasn't the lettuce I wanted, you have to live with that mistake. Either you finish the plate of lettuce because you don't want to waste it because there's poor people starving out there. Or you make another choice and say, oh, I made a mistake, I'd like a new plate. That's fine too. Either way is fine. Either way is fine. None of this is wrong. If you want croutons one day and the next day, because sometimes I'd go to Sizzler two days in a row or three or four, and you don't want croutons the second day, you don't have to have them. You just have to believe in your choice. And that's what I'm talking about. Was the food always the best? No. There was one time in 1988, I had some of the pulled pork up there at the Ultimate Salad Bar, which got better over time, the quality of food and the choices of the food. But I remember I had some pork there, put it on my plate. I had it before the salad, or after the salad, I should say. And uh, let's just say Dutch was held up for a couple days. Uh, couldn't leave his bedroom for a little bit, if you know what I mean. And uh, I understand it. Five-star restaurants, you might have a little bit more exciting food choices in front of you. You might have the tastes that you like, the tastes that you think make you look cool, but there's something about the salt of the earth food that would come on your plate piping hot at a Sizzler, America's Steakhouse. I'm telling you, it's going to be a hard road. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it a lot. I haven't talked to Bob Zemeckis in a while, but I think I'm going to give him a call. I think I'm going to use this opportunity to call Zemeckis and say, remember when we used to go to that Sizzler? Remember pick, dip, pop? I learned a lot of lessons there. I know he did too. Maybe, if we're fortunate, there's some time for us to go discover one more little sizzler and have one more little trip think about our choices Kenny Napshock uh, shared the same opinion here he had a show on his feed here called Hot Sizzler Nights I've been informed it's gonna be on a little forced hiatus but they're gonna find something to do he had some guests uh, booked for the sizzler including Coy Jandru who's a a nerd host in the business Uh, he was gonna do 
He was going to uh, do an episode soon with him, but uh, the one nearby is closing and they're searching for an alternate uh, sizzler before they all go away. And I think uh, the Hot Sizzler Nights podcast by Kenny Napsack becomes kind of a historical document. Uh, look into a restaurant from the past. And that's sad, but that's also what life is about too. Dutch Allen is okay with that. We're almost out of here. I hope you enjoyed my stories. If you have a life lesson that you learned at Sizzler, go ahead and let me know. Uh, reach out using, uh, using the hashtag uh, the Napsack Files, uh, hashtag Dutch Allen if you want. I am not on the Twitter, but uh, uh, Kenny Napsack is, so get the message to me. You can also, if you have the Anchor app, all right, if you have the Anchor app, which this podcast is uh, found on, you know what you can always do. Uh, you can uh, uh, leave a message for old Dutch. Uh, I have a question or a story for Dutch, and uh, we can play it on the show here, and uh, you can uh, communicate with Dutch there. You know what I mean? Uh, we always have to take care of the business here at the end and uh, give special thanks to our executive producer, Patreon supporters of the Knapsack Files and Kenny Knapsack on patreon.com slash Ken Knapsack. Uh, it's a real snacks attack. Uh, Thomas Risling, who also appears on the show, Castle Talk, Lethal Logan X, Matthew Simon, Bedore, Matthew Thompson, Tamor and Abdul Bahara, uh, Donald Long, Nathan Ovendale, Zach Anderson, who's applying his uh, comedy trade out in Wisconsin. He's uh, learning to tell jokes out there and doing a damn fine job. I've seen some of the videos. Um, and uh, Kenny Napsack told me to tell you that, Zach. Those are the executive producer, Patreon supporters there. You can go to patreon.com slash Kenny and choose a tier if you want to support at the level. A lot of content there, a lot of things. Uh, a lot of things there. Um, so... That's it for this week. We're almost out of here. Uh, I've had a lot of fun talking to you. I'm kind of sad. Dutch is kind of down, but that's all right. This is what we do these here on Saturday nights on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Hey, don't forget to get Kenny Knapsack's book if you want, Why We Love Star Wars. Leave a review on Amazon. You can go to KenKnapsack.com to find out more information if you like the Star Wars pictures. Uh, like I know Harrison Ford didn't at times, but he did overall because, hey, it paid him a lot of money. That's it. We're out of here. We'll see you. That's Dutch Allen. Inside Tinseltown. Ah, PD is a tough one. But seriously, I'm going to call Bob Zemeckis. It's been uh, it's been about ah, six, seven years since I talked to him. Little Bobby Z, you know. All right, want to hit you? There's a Norms in Van Nuys. You want to go? Let's do it.